0: I scream. You scream. We scream. scream. I scream. The treats be sweet, but the fudge ain't real. The treats be sweet, but the fudge ain't real.
1: I
2: scream. You scream. We scream. scream. I scream. But the cream's a dream in this plant-based scheme. The cream's a dream in this plant-based scheme. Who the fuck Ben? Who the fuck Jerry? Why are they running all scared of the dairy? Maybe they right.
0: Maybe it's tight. Maybe I eat it in the middle of the night.
2: The treats be sweet, but the fudge ain't real. The treats be, no be sweet, but the fudge ain't real. I don't need no fucking sprinkles. Treats be sweet, but the fudge ain't real. be sweet, but the fudge. Yeah, another classic. Another home run from the Colonel and Paleo. Yeah, nothing but home runs from those two. Big week for a hip hop community. That Kanye West.
0: Yeah, and I'd put it in that order too. You got something new dropping from Colonel, the Colonel, and Paleo. K-A-P. Count. And then that Kanye West dude did something, too. Incited a social media riot. Uh, but this is NatchCast episode 50. It's a bit of a milestone. Although we don't believe in milestones, so I'm never mentioning it again. Food news with a side of whoop-ass. That's an old tagline. We're still using that one? NatchCast 50, man. 50. Mm.
2: We can reach back. Mm. Think about we can, where we came from. We can reach around. And give the people what they want. The fudge ain't real. We want to feed our meat cells the best plant-based serum available. Uma Valetti, Memphis Meats, CEO, hashtag IndieBio, Demo Day. Just jumping right in. All right, well, I've we got nothing. We're not going to follow that up. That is, that is okay. the food world in a nutshell right there. It is. Good we point. want to feed our meat cells the best plant-based serum available. Whole, that's where we've come. Is that good or bad?
0: What's the context here? What is what is New Harvest?
2: I don't know. Oh, New Harvest, I think, makes Wait, investments. Your, in,
0: in This is your game? You just they, find a scintillating tweet? Well, I Just look at that, that? that statement.
2: Think it's about that confusing. statement. No, are, it's, it's the future. It's where we
0: are with food. But are the meat cells in our bodies? Like, are no. we the meat cells or we're the meat cells meat. that we're going to eat? T- tube steak, Tyson's tube steak. Oh, they're feeding it. Oh, so it's still the same problem. They it's want like, to
2: feed their meat cells the best plant-based serum possible oh,
0: okay instead of just feeding people Fucking the best mind blower plant-based just give the eliminate the middleman the meat is the middleman
2: you thought we were you know let's be careful about what we feed ourselves we're being careful about what we feed our meat cells our wow. meat cells, cells
0: yeah mind-blowing indeed man uh even
2: more important yeah little joshy oh man he has finally achieved thought leader status and it's a big, this a big day for me,
0: you know. Previously, this podcast was hosted by one gilded insider, Mark Brush, Kingmaker. But now, yeah, this there's could two be of The us. death of the every, the body everyman. I think I'll still remain the body everyman, but uh, according to
2: uh, uh, you're a wait a minute, let's have, you're a thought leader in product management. Uh, yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> well. No, no surprise.
0: <laughs> the website is pmyearinreview.com. Thank you, PM Year in Review. Yeah. Uh, and I think what happened here, well, it's I think a company called Alpha UX product. Top
2: 40 influencers in 2015. Uh, let me there's Boston Globe. Here's Horowitz Andreessen Horowitz. He's probably the most powerful VC in Silicon Valley. Listen to this project oh, Y Combinator, to- Google Ventures, Shopify, Target. Who do we, who do we got this? And then Natch. And then this guy wearing this Google, look at that photo.
0: Product management
2: is an increasingly important
0: and complicated discipline. In 2015, many influencers (laughs) helped to establish best practices and enlighten the industry. So, I mean, these are things that I did. If you look at the articles listed here, we've got my uh, seminal LinkedIn classic, Why Every C-Suite Needs a Podcast. But then we're also treated to a couple of uh, case studies I wrote uh, for winners of the Design for Experience Awards. So... Good this one, on Anya. This is amazing. Sarah Duty is on here. I know her. Guy Kawasaki. I didn't notice that she was. I really do know Sarah Duty. She was a contributor to U.S.
2: Green magazine. Lock, there's some heavy hitters on here, and then the, look. And then there's what the, the fuck Natch is on here? Yeah, the heaviest hitter of them all. It says Josh Tyson slash slash Natch.
0: Josh is the creative, the oh! chief creative officer at Natch, where he produces podcasts. Yeah. There you go. So we've arrived. Eat it. Yeah, you can stuff your Forbes Kingmaker shit in a sack because no, this is the no real deal. Don't shit on me. I'm lifting you up. I mean... And I'm going to eat it to the world. Oh, okay. Doesn't believe. I Why am I so mad? I didn't mad? know we had that problem. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I'm so mad.
0: But, I mean, basically now we have two influential thought leaders bringing you a... Yeah, I mean, seriously. A grade A
2: podcast. About I challenge any other food news podcast to bring the pedigree that is assembled right here in this basement right now. Absolutely. I challenge you. Let's see what to you even got. come close. Yeah. I'm i I'm off the mic when I do that. Hey, a couple of influencers, man. Speaking of influencers, yeah. I f- think I hear what? chicken. Oh God. I think I hear him again. Oh there it is. He's creeping up on us. He always He's thinks creeping so. up on us. Oh boy. Bring it.
1: It's, it's Greg's egg. Akak. Greg. I love you Mark and I love you more Josh. <sighs> And I love good humanoid behavior. I used to think there were only two moments of best human behavior, first date and job interview. But after five years with a small mission-driven investment firm, I've learned there are now three moments of best behavior, first date, job interview, and when an entrepreneur is talking to a potential investor. Irony alert, we can describe all of these three best behavior moments the same first date. You get all prettied up. You listen. You watch. You choose your words carefully. You make sure to say all the right things. You watch your manners. Let your personality shine and hope that eventually you get laid, married, reproduce, and it lasts forever. Job interview exactly the same except the last line changes from get laid and it lasts forever to get the gig and it lasts forever. For entrepreneurs, it's a small word switcheroo from you get laid or you get the gig to you get a whole bunch of money and it lasts forever. Okay, sometimes on a first date and job interview, some white lie bullshit is uncovered. However, I have found that the biggest, boldest four professionals only, that's FPO, bullshit usually comes from those looking for investors in their business. Yes, unfortunately, the best bullshitters sometimes get the most investment dough. Reality check alert, karma shows up. You who took all that money has to do what you said you were going to do. So execute on this for a while, bitch. You've been listening to Greg's Eggs. Have an excellent day. (laughs) Wow.
0: So he loves me more, huh? Oh, well, that was my main takeaway from this one. Yeah. You missed the rest. It's like no, I heard the rest too. But it's like he he must have got the news about that uh, product management. <laughs> he probably did. So he's trying to uh, he's trying to. Uh, oh
2: man, thank you, Greg. Sweeten yeah, up. Josh. You know, go back. Make sure you listen to the beginning. Big day for Josh. Little Joshie. Yeah. No, oh, I listened. I, I, listen
0: to, I listen to all Greg's. So I like that though. That's, FBO I, bullshit karma. Straight out of the 4G. Yeah, 4G. and unfortunately, 5G. As in uh, business apparently and life, like sometimes the bullshitter gets the gets the prize, you know? Gets the worm. You know? Gets that worm. What are you talking about? I'm talking about haven't you ever I mean you, you meet women sometimes and you're like I don't why are women? you why are you with that guy? Why do, no, I don't do that. I don't mean in your current situation. There's never been a time in your life when you were in college where there was some girl and you're like, <laughs> Wow,
2: Nice. Yeah, that's true. I was downtown at Coyote Ugly. Okay.
0: Just often, the bullshitter gets the worm. All right? Not the nice guy. That's a short game.
2: You got to play the long game.
0: See, that's the difference between you and I and successful businessmen is uh, that we we don't present. (laughs) Good setup. (laughs) There's no sheen. I mean, there's no like No, there's no sheen. Yeah. There's no first date behavior.
2: Basically, once a week, we come in this basement. We take the skin off of our flesh, invert it. Does that make sense? Show you our insides. Can you take the skin off of the flesh? Yeah. Have you read *Wind Up Bird Chronicle*?
0: Yeah, I remember that scene where that guy yeah, gets you skin. You fucking remember Jesus? Brutal. Yeah. Oh my god. And then that, that the dude who's forced to watch gets thrown down a fucking well. That's so what that it's can like. happen too. Sometimes, in a business sometimes situation. life's like that. Sometimes business is like that. You watch. You watch a stakeholder get fucking skinned, and then you get thrown down a well and left for dead. You got to get back up and keep trying. So there's you got to keep trying to sell that snack food. That's right. And speaking of Snelling, Snelling, selling snack food, I we've uh, been corresponding with my with Natch Rancher Dave Carney. Oh,
2: the Dave episode. Yeah, you you figure. I'll out. look that up. That was a classic. It was. The birds of what's his neighborhood called Georgetown? No. Glendale. Glendale. Uh, so I reached out to Dave because Dave Carney, episode 16. One of our oh, top five traffic. Where is this email? Oh boy, I had it. We had up a there. good flow going
0: here. Right we off, still got it going because uh, I can. I can do the setup while I search. Um, can you? No. Well, so Dave's lovely wife Tanya
2: use those product management skills. No, Dove's... <laughs>
0: Dave's lovely wife Tanya, during the Super Bowl, posted a picture of uh, a beach. You know they were on the fucking beach. Oh, I got. And she it. made the point that like she was glad that she was married to someone who no did football, right? Who doesn't give a shit? Okay. About uh, about the Super Bowl. Who know, does, who does he, give
2: a shit about the Super Bowl this year? Me. All right, let's, we'll get to that later. Von Miller, dude. Why are you skipping ahead? I'm waiting. Don't...
0: You're muddy in the fucking... Is it called
2: a tease, dude? It's called a tease.
0: I got a tease for you. Dave does, although Dave does like the Stanley Cup. He has a gentleman's betting league uh, around (laughs) hockey, so... But so I I reached out to him. Is that what he calls it? A gentleman's betting league? (laughs) It's called the Gentleman's Something Club. Okay. And they watch hockey and they bet. I bet they drink. But the one thing I wanted to make sure Dave and Tanya knew... They trained their birds. Was that during the Super Bowl, there was a, a... Heinz ketchup mustard commercial. Oh yeah, featured a bunch of a bunch of dachuns, uh, dressed in hot as hot dogs. They had like hot dog costumes on. They were as actual hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. And dog Dave, as food. Dave and Tanya have a wiener dog. The it was a Beckett, weird commercial, and they're wiener dog enthusiasts. So I was like, hey, you guys, well, you guys might have missed this. I sent them a link. They'd already seen it,
2: of <laughs> course. So uh, I see. So they came at it from the Dachhund angle, not the Super Bowl Fifty angle. Well, I'm sure they're part of, like, some sort
0: of collective of Dachshund Dachshund owners who are, like, on a bulletin board somewhere. It's like, there was a Dachshund commercial. I wonder what
2: he – oh, he's probably – we could find a a good message board for Dachshunds, and it would be Acid Invader. Just lighten it up. (laughs) It's quite possible. (laughs) It is quite
0: possible. Uh, So he sent me an email. He said that uh, that they actually do have quite a bit to say about that commercial. So Mm. I'll try to summarize. So I'm I'm reading from Dave's email without his permission. Oh. If you're listening, Dave – I meant to ask you if this was okay. But there's nothing sensitive in here. Uh, for one, it's stupid. I feel like the ad agency that created it is total bullshit. Second, I don't like seeing wieners exploited to sell fucking ketchup. Lastly, this whole mustard ketchup debate is is uh, bullshit. Well,
2: what is that debate?
0: Uh, that, that you have to choose one or the other kind of?
2: Oh, no you don't.
0: I do not put ketchup on much of anything, but I could give a fuck if someone else likes ketchup on their wiener. You can put a fucking shrimp, or corn, or peanut butter, or for all I care, please look up Edgar's in Miami to learn about the fucked up ways South Americans rape a hot dog. It's amazing. <laughs> but of course, Americans need to fight about stuff, so let's uh, let's make up yet another fairy tale to argue about. Mustard or ketchup? Fucking idiots. The dachshunds were cute,
2: though. <laughs> and uh, Was that part of the actual commercial, that there was a fight between ketchup and mustard? That's a different fight going on that I'm unaware of. Yeah, I don't remember
0: the commercial really. I just remember I saw Doxons and was like, oh, yeah, mental note. Mention I that was right. just creeped out by these were these dogs. I thought the dogs had to choose between the mustard or the ketchup. Oh, uh, maybe. So there but you go. They're
2: dogs. Like, it's a dog that you're trying to make me think is food.
0: Yeah, there's also- a hot dog.
2: I know yeah. it's called a hot dog, but that's yeah. kind of
0: twisted. Yeah, there are layers of discomfort associated with this commercial. I do like it. Uh, and uh, Tanya. She has a theory that uh, there were only actually two or three dogs used in the whole commercial oh and they cGI just kept recycling footage yeah, yeah cGI totally uh, this is interesting good call too. good call uh, Tanya also has a theory about the Tour de France very similar. Uh, she's convinced that the race never happens, and they just replay the same footage of dudes pedaling in the French countryside over and over again. I'm not convinced, Fair but forth. her theory has potential. when's the Super Bowl that was Dave's question so.
2: That's a fair point. I like it.
0: Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And uh, now you can go ahead to your Didn't Von they Miller bring story.
2: in, well, they brought the X-Files back. I think it was all, the whole plot was around that. Around Wiener Dogs? No, the Tour de France is really just a big hoax. Yeah, that was, that was what they Had relaunched the series unpack on. Unpack it. Von uh, Miller's Chickens. Denver Broncos Von Miller dreams of being a chicken farmer. Rachel DeSheper, modern farmer. She's actually referencing some Sports Illustrated work and reporting that was done. According to Yahoo Sports, let's bring them all in the mix, Miller, who's 26 and studied poultry science at Texas A&M, has a small chicken coop in his 3,000-square-foot backyard which houses about 40 to 50 birds. Roosters are his favorite. Roosters are the loud ones, aren't they? He likes that showmanship.
0: Well, I know, but you... He must, Cock-a-doodle-doo! you are not going to win favor with your neighbors with roosters. He's probably got some... Sp-
2: Although, he, he's all over Instagram. And what a fascinating guy.
0: Well, if there's one guy that could get away with having roosters, it would be him. His neighbors are going to be like, oh, no, it's Vaughn. God, all right. I don't mind that his just guy. woke me up at 5 in the
2: morning. I wish I'd known more about him before. Now, the more I learn, the more I'm – essentially, I'll put it in the document, that Instagram picture. He's holding the trophy. and He's like, great day. I got to eat some beef jerky and get back and watch my DVR of Ellen, which, I, which the first time I read it, I was like, oh, he's a fan of Ellen. Well, he was actually on the show. That's why he did not want wanted to already. see
0: himself on the show.
2: Crazy yeah, but guy. but he's got, he's got like a chicken tattoo. He's got crazy fashion sense, the glasses. Yeah. He's like all about vision. He's got like serious asthma. Yeah. That he's fought through. Yeah. Uh, anytime he's on the sideline, he's breathing oxygen.
0: I, I didn't know any of this. And he's a fucking animal. Oh my God. He won that game. He ripped Cam Newton to
2: pieces. He wants to be a chicken farmer. It's exhilarating to watch. It was. I think if you weren't a fan of either team, it might be kind of a boring game. But, but I, I And even it. though we've released
0: an episode since the Super Bowl aired, it was actually recorded pre-Super Bowl. This so is it's kind of interesting if you think about it. Natch Cast 50, Super Bowl 50. Ooh. Yeah. Sit on that and spin a little.
2: Gently. Keep it comfortable. <laughs> Lube first. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, episode 50, which if, you know, careful listeners of the podcast will intuitively understand that we're getting close to a year. Yeah. It's, go. it's, it's, so, you know. What an odyssey. What a journey. You know what? I'm going to take a moment and thank Danielle. Stewart. DFA 300. That's
0: not it. That's the same people. DFA 300? or Oh, it's th- DFA 303? No, I think it's just defeat. Uh Shout not out only for Stewart.
2: being not only no, yeah, well specifically Danielle.
0: Oh okay, sorry Stuart, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jay hey,
2: Hayat, we got we got lots of uh <laughs> Carl Carl <Kara> Hopkins. <laughs> what was that? It <laughs> was just sitting in the thing. Lots of dedicated fans, we appreciate that, but I think Danielle was unquestionably the first, but not only that, a guiding light turned us on to a, a yeah, dude, who is the pioneers in this format. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We've often been called, oh, uh, yeah, food. By ourselves. Oh. By the media. They're celebrating 10 years. People are just lighting it up. They're so happy they're out there doing it. So respect to those guys. Great show. Thanks, Daniel. I listen to it every week now. I love it. Every week. Wow, super fan. Ben and Jerry's
0: Plant Cream. You heard about it in the rap? Yep. Now you'll hear about it. In the news. Now you'll hear us rap about it in a different way. I mean, you'll hear us and not those other
2: two guys rap about it. I'll do the title, then you can read the quote. Let's do that. Ben and Jerry's vegan frozen desserts pave way for more mainstream plant-based alternatives. Elizabeth Crawford food navigator. This tiny-ass quote. Ben and Jerry's launching non-dairy ice cream is a huge step in making more visible vegan and plant-based products, oh man, I'm just going to sleep thinking, which are becoming more popular, but often still are relegated to specialty aisles or parts of stores that are not as highly trafficked by mainstream consumers, says Gene Bauer, Bore, Bauer, president and co-founder of Farm Sanctuary, an organization dedicated to animal welfare and vegan living. Yep. Uh, why is, wait, is Food Navigator the one where you can't copy text? Is yep, that why this yep, is a screen yep, grab? Yep,
0: okay. yep. fix that, Food Navigator. Not going to happen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, interesting. So Ben & Jerry's is getting in the plant-based uh, sweet treats game. A company with a legacy in saturated animal fats. No, oh, they are just game changers in saturated fat. <laughs> yeah, they changed what they, the they did to that game. ice cream aisle will never be the same. Can't be undone. Here's what I'm... Everyone, you know, the, the spin on this article is that it's all about providing more choices for vegans and for lactose intolerant people. That's mm-hmm. all fine and well. But these guys are visionaries. They're long-term. Maybe they're seeing that uh, animal-based ice cream products... Ooh, the products, sap fat game. No, not even the sap fat. That it's not a sustainable thing. You're not going to have cheap milk forever. Cheap, high-quality milk forever. Oh. Because cows are resource hogs. That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm, th- that's what I'm seeing. Mm. That's where Colonel Assad is taking We're this. That's a stretch. You don't think so? You don't think there's one Maybe. fragment uh, of their bit that's like, well, wait a minute. Let's also look at this. Like, huh? I think they're owned by We're running out of water.
2: <clears throat> oh, cows, there you go. Cows use up shitloads of water. You just dotted Your eyes crossed your T's. I think they're owned by Unilever. I dyed My eyes dotted your eyes crossed your T's. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, unilever unilever is uh big on environmental collapse <laughs> how it might impact business i don't know vegan ice cream you can eat it
0: you think it's just more like that there's just more interest uh, this is interesting too cause last last week we're we got tamar Hospel's article about how all this interest in uh, is a mirage. natural foods is a mirage but
2: then here you go here's a huge company
0: Responding well, to market, market pressure, it's
2: it's less the vegan vegetarian. It's this plant based angle. It's just the nomenclature. People are liking that plant based idea. They just swapped out. So they just swapped out dairy. They put in almond milk for a handful of flavors. I think they introduced a new one just for the vegans, and then they uh, tweaked up three of their favorites or something. Yeah, it is interesting that the uh, buy it. the rising interest in but plant- if I'm gonna eat ice cream, I think I'm gonna eat ice cream. And I'm gonna and you're gonna have a hard time tearing me away from three twins.
0: You got some in your freezer right now, huh?
2: So I'm not a, I'm not survivor, a big survivor, ice cream meal coming up any day
0: now. I don't really buy or eat ice cream, but if I did three twins. Uh, and then and then <laughs> the vegetarian Ben and Jerry's thing probably. <laughs> there
2: you go. Because 'cause I'm curious, how did they pull it off? i well, I taste it. I think we're all going to get there. You're right. There won't be any. No more cows. cows. There'll be no sat fat. There'll be no. No sat fat. No more buckshot bulletproof. Dairy. What's that sound? I don't know. Just roll with it, man. I'm just asking. I'm not stopping. I don't know what the shit that is. Super waste.
0: This is good. The next super food. You like this one. This brand thinks it's food waste by Jenna Bloomfeld. Blumenfeld. 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 Uh, who I'm sure you know, because this is a newhope360 dot com article. Well, we don't have a new hope. Oh, you. That was like a she... newsroom. Is that what it is up there? It's a newsroom. Yeah. You were in charge of the, the newsroom up there. It's a news
2: area. Is Jenna a pro? Uh, I think so. Oh, I'm not convinced. Yeah, I think that. Yes, absolutely. Food editor. Do you see this? I think she's the. F- yeah. Yeah, he's the go-to food editor. Okay. Right? Yeah,
0: so this is a company uh, coming out of Mexico.
2: This was uh, at the Escabona event.
0: Eat Limo. Uh, they leverage discarded peels and seeds of Mexican fruit by milling this normally discarded resource into a nutrient-dense powder that can uh, easily be incorporated into a variety of patch- packaged goods. So what's interesting here is they're making this nutrient-rich powder, but they don't. Their goal is to stick it into like empty-calorie foods. Like junk food, essentially.
2: That's right, Chuck. Chuck. You know what's going on in Mexico? Chuck? What the hell is going on? It's here? the most obese country in the world. Yeah, one in every two kids. But how do you govern- like that stat that I retained? But the Chuck. Go- the government. <laughs> Just not gonna let that one go, huh? All right. Are you going to go? Are you going to say something? Yeah, yeah. Because I've offered know about all sorts Mexico. of insight about this article so far. They're you've done grabbing the bull by the horns. Oh, excellent. They banned marketing to kids, TV, movie theaters, etc., mm. because it was mostly junk food and soda. Soda's so big down there. They did a soda tax, raised it about 5, 10%. They are still, like, fighting hard to ban GMOs. That's all good. What are you, the mayor of Mexico
0: City? You but know there is this
2: cultural problem where, like, a pudgy kid is considered a healthy kid because you're, you're dealing with a poverty situation where it's like, if I don't have enough to eat, I'm going to be skinny. That doesn't look good. I want to be a little, a, little, a little full. Fatten them up.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's why back in the day only kings were and lords were fat asses. It was a sign of uh, status. Like, look at how fat I can get.
2: So they're taking, Surf. they're taking, they're trying to. This it seems like a sneaky functional food approach, right? I mean, I, I like the Let's take food eliminating waste.
0: waste element is is good on its own. But that's good. It seems like uh, maybe a little narrow to like. I guess gunning to push it into empty calorie foods is good. Yeah, because that's but it seems like there's other uses are too. Yeah,
2: it's smart. It's good.
0: Good for them. It's kind of like that shit where you fucking grind up cauliflower and trick kids into eating it. You know. Right. Whatever. I guess we kind of all need to be tricked and led. So We need
2: that short game, but isn't there a long game where you just, let's convince everybody that that cauliflower tastes good.
0: Cauliflower tastes good on its own. Well. It's also anti-inflammatory. I heard it cures
2: cancer. No, I've never heard that. Oh, I might have. That's wrong. But uh, who's Butch Otter? He's the governor of uh, Idaho. Oh,
0: just like Mark Brush is the mayor of Mexico City. Butch Otter, governor of uh, Idaho, what's, gets what's all Chuck? organic. What's with this Chuck? <laughs> is there a Chuck Abbott article on here? No, I'm just trying to throw you. It's off. the only Chuck I care I'm just about. you trying to throw
2: you off your game.
0: You realize what, by throwing me off my game, you just throw the podcast <laughs> off its of game. I know, Chuck. So this,
2: this is this is this is troublesome.
0: What is you're sacrificing the quality of the podcast <laughs> for
2: your own amusement. <sighs> Interest in organic farming balloons That's not what brings in <laughs> listeners, Mark. By Betsy Z. Russell. I wonder what that Z stands for. Zadie? <coughs> Zoologist? Apologies. Interest in organic farming is swelling in Idaho. Swelling like Mark's ego. I'll bet you... Uh, Post-Kingmaker. There's a few listeners out there that don't like that word swelling. Moist wrote... Moistening. What's the other one? Uh, crisp. They don't like crisp?
0: A lot of people don't like crisp. Oh, but people
2: really, really don't like, uh... Yeah, that Wait, one. what's
0: the one they really don't well,
2: like? Well, moist.
0: But there's another word. you two. always there's say. There's moist
2: and something else. What is it again? I... Moist.
0: No, but there's another word you always say. Oh. That people are like, would you stop saying... Frothy. That's what it was. Frothy.
2: <laughs> Frothy. You remembered. You're just being a pain in the ass today. Organic farming is swelling to the point that the State Department Department of Agriculture is seeking to boost the number of inspectors to five, from three, mm. including one new inspector right away. Post haste, the arrival of two large manufacturers in Idaho, Amy's Kitchen and Cliff Bar, significantly increased the demand for organic products from Idaho certified organic producers. The department told legislators at the same time, blah, 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 whatever, two big two <laughs> big manufacturers day. came in, Amy's yep. and Cliff. Yeah. They got. They need more organic stuff. So here, once again, so Idaho is in turmoil. They need two more inspectors. <laughs> but
0: this is once again all up in Tamar Hospel's face here. I love this though. This
2: is so great. This is like huge
0: companies moving into a state and mm. fucking shaking up the economy. They're bringing in shaking a real up economy. The Ag Department,
2: a real deal economy. Yeah, these aren't Mick jobs. No, Cliff Bar wants to open these are a- certified organic USDA jobs, and Cliff Bar wants to open a fucking bakery. Oh, that was so. nice. Booty style, love them. You know who's a part of the Cliff family? G bags. 4G. Yep. 4G <coughs> network. <coughs> okay. We got one left, Chuck. You or me.
0: Is that all we're gonna say about this uh, story, Wendy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: fine. Yeah, we don't need. These yeah. aren't heavy. These aren't. <laughs> we'll, we'll do one more rap if we need more time at the I'm end. Not doing any more raps with you, <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Feds on weed yeah although that's a misleading headline that's part of the problem this headline why because CBDs don't have much to do with weed oh alright right. You're, see you're you're part of the problem
2: uh, well, you're part of the reason platform. people
0: are all confused about this shit <laughs> and that's an airplane that you're hearing so no there's need to there's CBDs
2: no to stop. in weed
0: I know but there's also CBDs just in you can extract them from hemp I know if you read this article
2: Hemp, hemp is just as pernicious a plant as pernicious. Yeah, really. <laughs> Need me to look that one up
0: for you, Chuck? That's all right, Wendy. Uh, and here, this must be Food Navigator. Oh, wait, This Is my boy Hank? Hank? Oh, good. Oh, oh, Hank,
2: the grizzled veteran. Yeah,
0: Hank, cranky Hanky. <laughs> uh,
2: he's actually. been. Yeah,
0: he was. He was cranky about the format. If at the I beginning recall. he
2: was cranky. It's like it's too long. I don't know what to do. Why don't you guys shut up? I see Hank Stick periodically for an adult beverage, and he's not he's not being very cranky at all. Mm. Does he sound like McG of his life? McGruff
0: the crime dog when he talks? He does not. He doesn't
2: take a bite out of food crime. That's Loja. Rub a loggia. <laughs> Man, I knew Josh could do a great Loja. I didn't know Chuck could.
0: Uh, I, I, watch, I tried to get my son to watch Over the Top with me
2: Is that day. the arm wrestling? It is
0: yep. He wasn't into it We, so ended I up, still you we oh, He wasn't into it Because he has some taste My brother and I love that movie We <laughs> would watch it And we'd arm wrestle All throughout the end of it oh, But
2: you know why There's okay. a podcast We watch Over the Top Once a week yep. And we just do an hour Riffing on it Both my kids do a Robert Loja
0: impression too Is my Ooh. point And so I was telling him Like dude Let's get that on air well, I could, but I was telling him like we got to watch this movie. Robert Loggia's in it, but the, the beginning's kind of boring, and it's like a Kenny Loggins slow jam. It's it's hard to sell to a kid. That sounds good, but when you get into it, he's like, Ah, Hawk, he's my grandson.
2: God, he's my grandson. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to level that one down, I think. Robert Loggia, CBD. You're a bum. Or cannabis. Get out of my life. Cannabidiol. 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 Cannaboid. is a non-narcotic fraction of the cannabis sativa plant. <coughs> Come on. Most producers of the molecule, seeking to draw a sharp line in the sand between their products and medical marijuana, state that they extract their ingredients from industrial hemp, which is a cannabis cultivar with very low THC content, tetrahydrocannabinol, the intoxicant fraction of the plant. Wow, CBD it all looks like weed to Robin Loja. <laughs> CBD THC, right? See you later. Which one gets you high? THC. There you go, Loja. Which one's probably like a medical miracle? CBD. The reason for so basically, the FDA sent out eight letters. <sighs> said stop selling CBD product. Well, a lot of it was claims like this cures cancer, stuff like that. They also then said. You may not sell CBD products as a dietary supplement, right? And the reason is because it's
0: already been kind of claimed as like part of a pharmaceutical. They're already endeavor.
2: doing clinical trials on it as a drug
0: at a GW Pharmaceuticals. They've got two different drugs that are working on. Do you
2: remember GW Farms? Remember what? that Instagram account we were Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's them. No. I don't know if the Instagram account was associated with the real company, but it's related. That's insane. Yeah, it was a weird account. Oh, yeah, they got one drug that's for, uh, like, multiple
0: sclerosis, right? Spasticity,
2: spasticity associated with MS.
0: And then they have one for uh, seizures. Seizures. In- intractable childhood burnout.
2: epilepsy. Whew. Yep.
0: Yeah, you that's hear all sorts deal. of crazy stuff about CBDs. I'm, when I when I worked for, uh, I, I, yeah, THC Magazine. What? Managing editor. The Hemp Connoisseur. You remember that? Uh, no, it was thrust upon me. It was when I worked for dining out. Uh, a these guys wanted to do oh, like a, 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 a dispensary guide that was like the same format, like a. Oh, yeah. So we had articles up front and then guide pages for these dispensaries and back. I met with many hash makers and <laughs> chemists and all sorts, of but but there was one guy who like said that. Uh, they took a Petri dish full of cancer cells and introduced CBDs into the environment, and, it, and they just devoured the cancer cells. So that's the kind of Did stuff. Did you put that in print? I'd fact check that one. I didn't put it in print. Yeah, don't. I put it, I fouled it away in my head for today.
2: That's why we got you on here, Chuck.
0: I'm going to fucking break the tip of my foot off in the crack of your ass, Wendy.
2: Whew, that sounds all right.
0: You're looking forward to that? I think we crushed it. I think so, too. We did it in 35
2: minutes. Boom. You oh. can find us on Twitter, mm. at RealNatch. Instagram, at RealNatch. SoundCloud, RealNatch. It's all just RealNatch. It is all
0: RealNatch, because it's real. Natch.is. So it's a real Natch world, and Chuck and Wendy are just living
2: in it. Thanks for listening. If you want to make a podcast, we're working with folks to do that. Oh, the there's one right now. The ain't Ray. Ray. That's why the dog is no fucking sprinkle.